For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badger football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by Badger legend, the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, how are we yeah. doing today? Uh, I don't know. I'm up and down. I mean, we had a loss in Wisconsin and a win in Wisconsin. It's very bizarre. That's the Jets. I can't yes. believe they won at Lambeau. Um, but we're not here for that. We're here for uh, the Badgers. And, you know, I know you got to do an ad read, but I'm excited to talk about it. I I feel like everyone's probably going to be really down on this team, but I'm not. And I'm not down on what I'm seeing in the media and people leaving. We'll talk about it, but I'm more excited about what Jimmy's building than what's – I mean, listen, the product on the field was so much better than we've seen before, so – Yeah, well, we will talk about that here in just a minute. Before we get into it, Ron, remind everybody that we are brought to you by betonline.ag, our presenting sponsor. They are your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. With the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends, they are your continued source for all sports wagering info. They've got live betting, free contests, live scores, giveaways all season long, and more. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, and most importantly, football. Head on over to betonline.ag to receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards when you register. Bet online where the game starts. Burn Monday morning fullback time, 15 minutes on the clock to talk about what we saw this week weekend you mentioned you're feeling a little bit better than most people i am too and that is because despite the loss team played really freaking hard dude you yes listen they fought they were competitive we went to michigan state we we probably at the beginning of the year had no chance of even competing in that game and i'm just thrilled you know we went into double overtime i think we made way too many mistakes to win but that's we'll talk about that later you know, even look at like Graham Mertz threw that pass that was to nobody but Michigan State and then shook it off and the next door was a touchdown. I don't love to see that, but I love to see him bounce back like that. You know, Braylon Allen was playing hard. These guys had three backs. The O-line is still a huge concern for me, but they really they they look like they are working at, and getting a little bit better each day. Too many penalties obviously kills our team. Special teams, I'm going to stay on that little pillbox of mine. Got it's god-awful, and they to. haven't done anything They haven't done anything to change it, and I, and I hate it. I mean, we gave up a touchdown, and we're lucky it got called back. I mean, like, lucky. 
Um, and it's every week something happens in the in in that. So I love the competition. I love the attitude these guys are showing. I, I think we are playing at a higher level. Listen, I didn't even hate the Wildcat this time, which was very confusing for me. Uh, now I do hate it on first mixed, and ten. Mixed reviews, my friend. Mixed reviews. Okay, first and ten. I can't believe we're doing it. Okay, I'll let you. Speak. So I, I want to just talk about a couple of the things that I would say need improvement. Need improvement right we're now. Going, uh, we're going ugly first, or we're going bad. First? I'm going. I'm going. I guess I'll go ugly first. The ugliest thing okay. uh, was the cornerback play. I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know what it is. But the corners got burned a lot. And the in the secondary, Kamoy Leitu continues to be a stud. But I think the guys around him have been boomer bust. Um, you know, we, we see, we, we've seen Ricardo Hallman have one of the best interceptions I've ever seen. I think it was against... It was either against Washington State or New Mexico State over the shoulder, like one hand. And then he had a couple of pretty clear and blown assignments here in this game, as he has in a couple of the other games. Jay Shaw, same sort of thing, right? And so it's tough because I think the front seven, burn. you and I were talking about this yesterday when we were on the phone. The front seven's playing awesome. The front seven is fantastic. Even without Zay Mullins, I thought James Thompson was a beast all game long. I was really impressed with all those guys. Herbig continues to be, you know, just a football player. He plays the game of football regardless of position as well as anybody does. So, but the the corners and some of the safety play left a lot to be desired. It just getting beat over the top again and again and again, and it happened last year too, and it's tough to watch as a fan. You know, what's crazy is on two of the touchdowns, those dudes were standing in the perfect spot. Well, on the one that uh, Jalen Berger threw in the first play in overtime, that dude could have knocked it down. I feel I, I feel like he could have knocked it down or possibly intercepted it. Um, you know, we're in the right place. We're in the right – you know, like Jimmy sets these guys up to be in this position to make a play. On the last play of the overtime, he was – Holman was standing literally right there and just couldn't make the play. So, you know, it's a little bit of an experience. It, it just is – it's tough to watch, you know, like when we're in this extremely, you know, high competitive pressure situation and we're not making these plays. But, again, the front seven, you know, I think was stellar. I mean, Jalen Berger to me is a great football player. I really enjoyed him on our team. I thought he would have a good day. But, listen, we did everything – the defense did everything to win. And I mean, did. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't disagree with you, but let's talk about the offense and let's talk about the offensive line play because it Yo, was Herbie's so good though. That dude's everywhere. They like drop him back, he makes plays, fourth down, he makes plays. It's like listen, I loved watching. I mean, this game was exciting. People were going for it in fourth down in places I would have said. Oh no yeah, way. no, it was definitely Jimmy was going exciting. I'm okay. Let's just say I'm just gonna say that the offensive line is not a vintage unit. And I'm going to move off the ugly because, like, part of my growth as a person is I'm trying to be more positive just all the time. So let's talk about these positives, Burn. Let's talk about the let's positives. About the um, first positive that I want to say is that despite only have three running back, three running backs healthy, Allen, Garendo, and Nowakowski, who's a fullback, running backs played really hard. I thought the ground game like didn't suffer 
a ton. Suffered a little bit. Surprised we didn't see the Vinny Anthony jet sweep again because that was effective last week. But it just at the but end of the day. we did see a jet sweep that went for a first down on a fourth and 10 or something yeah. crazy. But I don't know. Uh, here's I, I, here's I guess, what I'll say. Especially with all those running backs injured, I would expected have expected to see the wide receivers run the ball more. They didn't. With that being said, the running back still performed very, very well. Braylon was great. Isaac was was good when he was in there, especially in pass protection. Um, you know, he was blocking as well as most of the offensive linemen. Uh, yes, uh, I thought the, you know, here's the thing. We always have a guy running free. So it's some, you know, you watch some double teams. Both guys came off of the double team to go up to the second level and left their nose guard or their tackle in the hole, un, unblocked at that point. So we have a lot of mistakes. To me, you watch these dudes come off the ball. They look like they're at least becoming more and more, you know, monsterish. I guess if that's a word. So I'm excited to see, you know, the continued progress of this team. But I think the O-line needs to really step up their game. Yeah. They didn't they missed some um blitzes, you know, they're they're penalties, they're just in, penalties. The penalties is is pre- the mental is, errors oh, is the kill. Pre-snap penalties are the real killers. They're and the killer. Because we we're not a team that can get 15 yards normally. No. And well, it puts us I in mean, a situation that honestly, it, it, it's a weird situation for me, right? Because I actually have more faith right now if Graham drops back if he's in the shotgun on third and 15, like I actually have like a weird, more confidence in that than I do in like third and six to hit something with timing. Right. Cause if he gets enough time, like Graham, Graham throws a downfield ball as well as anyone we've had at Wisconsin in a while, like down, like a good, like, you know, middle like, intermediate deep passing game. He throws it as well as anyone. He hasn't had the time to throw those balls when he's not in the shotgun. So well, they're right. He hasn't had the time. And, you know, first down, second down, we're still running a lot. And, and that was my issue was that, you know, I joked that Coach Christ was back as the coordinator again because it just felt like run, run, incomplete pass or run, run. It's third and eight. And now we're behind the sticks and it's it's tough because last game we saw so much innovation from Ingram. And I felt like we just went back to basics again this week. Like we saw but the- we controlled the line of scrimmage. So could it be a. We're not controlling the line of scrimmage. Yes, it could and be, but then if you're not I controlling mean, the line of scrimmage, you have to figure is. out. But don't you have to figure out a way to work around that? Then, if you're not controlling the line of scrimmage, and that is right. with more creative <laughs> designs and play calling. Uh, you're right, but if if guys are coming free and they were coming, Graham Mertz yes, on they the were. A lot. He was. I mean, you're talking about we can't block our plays. So how do you call plays? It's it. You know, as an offensive play caller in high school. Um, it's hard to call certain plays when you know you guys you can't make the block or, or do mm-hmm. they have a stud out there. You know, you can't do it. It's really hard. We called a lot of the same run plays in the same situations. You the other team, you know, Michigan State knows what's happening. They had not eight, nine guys in the box um on some plays. You know, they were walking a, a safety down. We need the O-line to step up their game. You know, it's telling when you're doing the Wildcat on first and 10 a number of times, right? It's tell To me, it's saying we cannot block or run our normal offense. We have to be a little gimmicky to confuse the defense. To me, that hurts. You, did you see that play that Jalen Berger did, like where he took two steps to the left and then ran back? Two times they ran it. Oh, yeah. Two huge plays on us. Yeah. That is, to me, I would love to see a play like that. I think Isaac Garendo would be gone. Yeah. You know, like a speedy dude. That's a speedy type of, mm-hmm. of, like, I love that play. I 
I actually wasn't as upset with the play calling only because okay. on every single play, there was a green jersey coming, breaking you through know our what? line you or, are, or in the way. You're not wrong. You are, you're not wrong there. But I could still get frustrated by it, I guess, is, is, is what I'm going to leave it at. Listen, I love our wide receivers. I love them. I think they're only going to get better. DK, DK um, and Bell are both studs. They're great. They're studs. Bell, they're studs. Bell I feel like, is going to snatch everything out of the air that is thrown anywhere right. remotely near him. I have so much faith in that guy, and I see why he's the starter. You know, you, 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 I'm, I'm, a, I'm sure that they're going to watch the film, and then you watch the receiver. We used to watch Carlos Rogers sometimes. And be mm. like, golly, this dude is unbelievable. You know, when you have Carlos Rogers and Lee Evans in in a game, it's amazing. You're gonna watch these guys and say, and and it would just be a coaching point saying, dude, look at these guys go and get the ball. Mm-hmm. You guys, I, there's nothing that says that our guys can't do what they did to us. Yeah, like there's nothing. I think our guys are that good. I actually think that Graham Mertz has been playing much better. I would agree, I'm very conf- except for, two I mean, throws he had, I'm so confused on. There were a couple throws. The one I that, think two. There, 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 well, I was, yeah. The one that was to two Michigan State defenders, basically in the There's, end zone that should have been With picked. nobody around. Like, even on replay, you couldn't see a soul there. No, in a, in a, within 20 in a yards. And there was another pick that should have been dropped. Don't, I mean, the, the, the pick that he did throw was just a bad decision. He's just got to eat it. But the decision. other pick... That should have been thrown. That was, again, two green jerseys, three green jerseys, like maybe one badger kind of close, but it was another bad one. And those are the ones that I don't mind. I don't mind. I mean, no one likes turnovers. No one likes when your quarterback throws an interception, right? But I don't, some of them I don't mind when he's trying to fit into a really tight window using sort of like the arm arrogance that he has, right? I don't mind that as much as I mind the ones I'm like, I don't know what you're seeing. And this is like, this is high school level. This is like JV high school level stuff. Listen, everyone makes a mistake. I know everyone makes a mistake, but like Graham, Graham in his fourth year. Third year as a starter, who like that that it's so egregious Listen, that it's. I am just going to say to watch to watch to throw in, an interception when you're you you have a guy you think he's open and it just happens to be an interception or it's a tip or whatever. Uh, whatever. Listen, it sucks. Those things suck. But the two, so that's why I'm only saying two passes because one literally in overtime to lose if that guy caught it like it went through that dude's hands and the guy behind him was it looked like he was ready to catch a punt, it was that easy. It was like a layup, which I miss all the time, so he might have dropped it too. But so the, that throw is very concerning to me because it just doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of like, what the heck are you seeing? The second, the the other one earlier, yes. Just So those are three three potential picks that ruin a day, that ruin the Badgers' day. Yeah. And, and they won, you know, one hurt us. The other one obviously was a drop, and then we scored on the next play. Mm-hmm. I love the perseverance and like the resolve to to then go and throw it again. Yep. I mean, I think that's Bobby Ingram saying, "Listen, I don't care. Yeah. You know what? It happened, and we're going to do something better." I'm actually very happy. You can you can say what you want to say. I'm happy to see what the the coaching looks so much better to. Me. Okay. Are I mean, you- on offense. On defense, listen, the dudes are in the right position. They missed a ton of tackles. That's not Jimmy Leonard. Like he you can only coach so much and then dudes have to do it. Yep. We missed a lot of tackles. We had a lot of penalties. That one penalty was a was a pass interference and it yep. was on fourth and four. You know, like 
our, our corners got abused, and it's a learning tape, and they're going to be better. But the corners were in position to make plays, and they just didn't. I think that's success for not not in total success, right? We didn't win. But in Jimmy Leonard saying, dude, you guys are standing right by the ball. If you put your arm up at a different angle or here or look, do something, those are incompletes. Maybe it's a pick. I am actually very excited about – a lot of different things. I think the corners need to step up, and I think the DBs in general need to step up, and I think the O-line. Those are huge parts in a game, but I would say every there's no part that's not huge. Yeah, But to yeah, me, I, uh, the coaching looks so much better. Don't forget about the special teams. Okay, Burton, we have uh, a couple – we have like about a minute a minute and a half left. What are you looking – you're going You're going to be in Madison this weekend for homecoming against Purdue. Woo! What are you looking forward to most? besides seeing like a lot of dudes I played with and, uh, you know, like rekindling, I guess, and, you know, the brotherhood after so long, dude, I'm excited for this Badger team. You know, I think they're coming back. There was two road games during absolute banananess and they're going to come back to Madison. They're going to be excited. I love, listen, the culture has changed. You're seeing dudes get kicked off the team who are doing things that Jimmy is not okay with. And, and and Logan Brown has had a bunch of incidents as we've kind of figured out. We're not 100 percent, but I won't you don't have to say anything because you do a lot of other things where you have to be like on point. But the hammer and correct just hammer correct. away at things. I don't have to do. I can say whatever I want pretty much. Um, but listen, a, a cancer in the locker room. Toxicity is horrible for a team. Yep. Right. It's not the NFL. You don't go home and disappear like that guy goes and hangs out with the, the team. Jimmy Leonard's creating something. So that's mm-hmm. – listen, Logan Brown, I, I hate to see you go, but, I, hey, Marcus Allen, I don't want you to leave. But if you feel that you're not part of this culture, I don't really want you to stay either. There was a really interesting quote last year from Colin Wilder um, about guys you know, hitting the transport portal midseason and really piecing out without – even like saying goodbye to the rest of the team and saying what's happened. And his quote was basically, if you're going to do that, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. And well, you, you, yes, I totally. don't disagree with that at all. I think that especially in, I don't want to say times of, I don't want to say this is a crisis per se, but it's, a, it, it's not the easiest time for Wisconsin Badger football. And, you know, if you're not going to be, you know, completely bought into the vision, you might be, I don't want to say a detriment at this point, but it's not, you know, you need to be working together as a team towards one common goal. And, you know, I, I hate that Marcus Allen is transferring because he's a super talented receiver that I think could have done really, really big things. I would have liked to have seen him have more opportunities, but it just hasn't been there. We know the same thing happened with my guy, Devin Chandler last year, uh, a guy who I was super duper high on, but this is going to happen in the contemporary age of college football guys are going to hit the portal guys are, you know, for better, for worse, you know, are going to believe that they have, you know, better opportunities, chances elsewhere. And that's fine. You know, you Wisconsin will take advantage of the transfer portal. They already have for some key players in positions. Just look at Kamoy Leto. He's been one of the best defenders. We didn't pick him up until May. He didn't, he, you know, he wasn't a Badger until May. He wasn't on campus until summer camp, and he's been arguably the best and most consistent member of the secondary the entire season. So it's not like the transfer portal is a just a negative. It stinks to watch these these guys, these kids, you know, leave. But it's 
it's a fact of life. At it's the this. landscape of NCAA yeah. football. Yeah. That's it. They we've they've created the NIL and 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 I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm no, actually for me it, neither. and I'm for the transfer portal Same. and the way it was built to to help students, people who felt uncomfortable where they were or, or really hated it their situation. Now with social media, you can put out a letter that says, "I love everyone in Wisconsin." And then say, but I'm out of here. Like, I love my brothers. I love everyone. Coach, great. What I thought was interesting in the Marcus Allen thing was he's like, hey, Coach Chris, thank you. And all the other coaches. So that, se- that seems like he's just not part of Jimmy's fit. It, I, I mean, I'm literally speculating here. Yeah. And I'm just going off of what I read. But w- in the day and age of social media and the transfer portal, you have you do not need to stand in front of your team and say, listen, guys, I, I'm – don't feel comfortable here. Yeah. And I'm going to leave. You don't have to talk to coach. You don't have to do these things. Listen, I'm all for it. Marcus, I wish you the best. Absolutely. Of luck. I want, I want all these kids. Nothing. I want nothing but the best for every Good single for you. Logan kid. Brown, the best of luck. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? I am excited about what Jimmy's building and the culture and the, the whole entire character of our team will be different. Every single day that he's in front of those kids, you saw the passion he had in the game, right? Like, you don't see Coach Chris wasn't like that. I, I'm not saying good for good or for bad, but but Jimmy is passionate. He coaches hard, and he's and he kind of chills. And I love to see him on the side. I know we're way over talking to the other coaches. Like that to me is a, it, already a huge win, mm-hmm. and I love the fight these dudes have. Yep, they had. Uh, a bomb go off at Camp Randall when their head coach who recruited them got fired. And they have done nothing but impress me. Even though we lost, to me it's impressive. These guys are in the position to make plays. We fought to double overtime. Mm-hmm. Like you're this is not normal. We're at Michigan State. They're not a bad team. They have been playing really bad, but they're not a bad team. They're a preseason top 15 team for a reason. Exactly. So and you know, I, I just can't give it up enough. Listen, I'm excited to see what they do another week, another practice week, homecoming. People are going to be absolutely, I don't even know, just crazy. I'm going to be on pregame in the field. I will not be as crazy as I, I would. You know, I got to respect it. Um, but, man, I'm excited to just be there and see the Camp Randall and, uh, you know, like all the good things that happen. Like, let's go whoop some ass, some boiler burn, maker. Burn, like, you, you've like, got me on. excited for the future of the program. And so I'm going to quote the great American poet and philosopher, Andre 3000, to say, spaceships don't come equipped with rearview mirrors. And with that, uh, we're going to wrap it up here today <laughs> on Monday morning, fullback. He's the Hermie, the Hebrew hammer, Bernie. Matt Bernstein, he'll be in Madison this weekend. Go say hi to Bern. If if you're there for a homecoming, he'll be tailgating. He'll be out amongst the people. Hit him up on Twitter at uh what 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 are we at? Bernie H Am Bernie H Ammer. I don't know. There, there, there's some underscore in there. You know how to find us. Um I, I thought an underscore was cool at one point, and is the most annoying thing. I've got two of them. I have two of them in my handle at the beginning and the end. I thought it was so cool in 2011 when I made my handle. It was so cool at one point, and then I have two also. I think it's Bernie underscore H underscore, underscore hammer. hammer. Yes, it is. 45. That's what it is. And it's like, what the heck? I wish someone could go back and be like, you made a couple of mistakes in life. One is two. Those two underscores is definitely because underscore one. is three <laughs> syllables to say every single time, and it's annoying. 
It's it's so annoying. I should have taken the uh, the rock underscore. I'm kidding. I just love the rock. Um, but yeah, guys, come find me. Let's go crazy. Let's go let's make crazy. that place electric and let's support Jimmy and the team. I mean, you're you're seeing something that is much better than the, the previous three games. Let's not count New Mexico because literally my mom's like, you know, Torah class could have beat them. So there's that. All right. Well, uh, as the Purdue Boilermaker Express goes by my window as we're speaking here, and I will be I will be watching the game with my with my neighbor and good friend who is a Purdue alum. So this is going to be interesting for me. Nonetheless, we're back later this week with a special guest. Um, and until next time, he's Bernie on Perco and on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.